Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez, and in this segment, we are going to be discussing the upcoming new moon on November 23rd, 2022, as well as some other astrological ongoings that we can expect to feel the influence of. I like to remind everyone in the beginning that this is a Vedic sidereal astrology podcast. So we use the Vedic sidereal system of astrology, which is different than the Western tropical system. If you would like to learn more about the difference between these two systems, you can go to my website, innerknowing.yoga, click on media, and then astrology. Now I have a podcast embedded there that shares many of the differences between Western and Vedic astrology. And I have playlists established as well that can help you learn more about the houses and the planets and the signs and the nakshatras if you're interested. And I'm actually planning to add more playlists for you all because podcasts kind of catalog differently than YouTube does. And even with YouTube, there are playlists, you know, that kind of make it easier for people to access things. So have your eyes peeled for that because I do plan uh, to make some interview podcasts, some relationship and compatibility playlists. I mean, so be watching out. And so according to the sidereal system, which is the astronomically precise system, this new moon is going to be in the sign of Scorpio. And so we are moving into Scorpio season. We have a stellium of Venus, Mercury, and the sun all in this sign of Scorpio. And I've been contemplating this energy all morning, getting ready to record this. And first of all, Scorpio, right? Scorpio is the eighth sign of the Zodiac. So it has this association to eighth house energy. It is a fixed sign. It is a water sign. And so I've had teachers say this before, that when we think about fixed water, it's ice, <laughs> right? So there is this iciness to it, this, uh, this very emotional quality, but then also kind of the stubborn quality. The fixed signs have kind of the stubborn nature, this immovable nature. And so for me, when I think of Scorpio, when it comes to emotions, it can feel so deeply and so intensely. But it's not always as transparent or straightforward or as vulnerable as the other water signs may be. Like Cancer, it just bleeds out. Pisces bleeds out. Like those signs, <laughs> you never have to guess what they're thinking or feeling. But when it comes to Scorpio, a lot of the time, or at least some of the time, it might be a little bit more difficult to know uh, what's going on inside of their head or what they're truly feeling, what the what the real raw emotion is. And I'm not saying that this is all Scorpios, right? Like it depends on the full chart, but this is a quality of Scorpio for sure. We know that the scorpion, it has that tail, that striking tail. It feels defensive over its inner core, you know, over its softness. And so we do see that quality with the sign of Scorpio. And we also need to consider the number eight right? Eight is the number of sudden ups and downs, shifts, transformations, secrets, hidden mysteries of life, occultism, seeking meaning through symbols. So tarot, astrology, 
all of the things that we love here on astrology now. So there are lots of really good things that come with the number eight, right? Mysticism, magic, astrology, tarot, we love that, but it is very secretive. It can be rather deceptive, manipulative, and there can also be this quality about it where there are those sudden shocking transformations or changes. And with human nature, the vast majority of us prefer to know what to expect, what we can predict, what the outcome is going to be. We really like things to stay the same. We don't really like change that much. Some of us can be absolutely miserable, but we would rather be miserable than change what we're doing. (laughs) So Scorpio can have an unsettling energy to it. And this could be in our personal lives, and it could also be in the world around us. And I'm talking about transits specifically in Scorpio. It can bring up this sudden transformative energy. And a lot of you who are Scorpio rising, or if you have moon in Scorpio, significant planet in Scorpio, you're not a stranger to that energy, that transformative energy, that energy that can bring about sudden transformations or bring about sudden changes. And... That being said, looking at the planets that are transiting Scorpio, we have the sun, we have Venus, and we have Mercury. And of course, during this new moon, the moon will be joining as well. And it's important to remember that the moon is technically debilitated when it is in the sign of Scorpio. The moon is a planet of comfort and nourishment and It likes to know what to expect. Like we were saying, it's the mental state, the mental quality, and there are always fluctuations with the moon. So the moon really prefers to be in signs that are stable and consistent, which is why it's exalted in Taurus. It doesn't feel as comfortable being thrown into the deep waters of Scorpio. So this new moon, I do believe, is going to bring a level of emotional intensity, but And we're going to get into this a little bit later. I'm going to talk about global things first. Then we'll talk about the personal things we can focus on. There is this quality of this new moon that's going to bring about this this deep connection to devotion. And devotion is such an important thing to pay attention to in the midst of change. When life is turbulent or... There are changes, there are ups and downs. This is when we're reminded of what we should really be devoted to. People in our lives that show up to meet us, you know, people who genuinely love us, who are genuine well-wishers, devoted to actions, habits in our lives, right? The habits that we're devoted to end up comprising our life. What are we devoted to? What holds us together? What keeps us steady when things are unpredictable or when things are changing? So again, we're going to come back to that. This is important. This is so important to me. Devotion is my number one quality that I strive for. I'm not always devoted. I want to always be devoted. And I think that devotion is one of the most beautiful medicinal elements of life if we can find devotion for a habit if we can find devotion for a higher meaning higher purpose if we're lucky enough to find people in our lives that we can devote ourselves to this is magic 
in my opinion. So we're going to get into devotion. We're going to get into the new moon on a personal level, but first just kind of focusing on the global quality here. Um, the sun, Venus, and Mercury <laughs> moving through Scorpio. Sometimes my mind, man, it's like, it, it's like, I'll try to focus on smaller details and it just zooms out to like this big ethereal picture. I have to try really hard to keep things focused. So thank you for being patient. Um, so the sun in Scorpio, this can definitely, and remember these planets are in Scorpio directly across from Scorpio. Right now we have the aspect of Mars and Mars is retrograding. That is very intense. Mars is currently a karma control planet, meaning whatever Mars is doing, it's going to bring about certain karmas. We've spoken about this on previous podcasts, Mars retrograde, it can bring about issues involving finances, Taurus. Mars is retrograding in the sign of Taurus, finances, security, food, resources, things that make us feel safe. It's going to kind of bring those issues to the surface. Mars, of course, is going to impact anger, frustration, how we handle conflict in a personal way, but also in a global way. So again, we've been talking about this in this Mars retrograde. It's certainly going to stir up things globally. We can see Mars go direct on January 13th. So this is for the next few months. All the while for this new moon period, Mars is aspecting these other planets. So there is this level of intensity and energy and passion and even combustibility. And today I was I was looking at the news. I try not to bring up the news too much on this podcast, but I was seeing um, some conflict happening in Ukraine and, and missiles going off and, um, you know, of course, the U.S.'s involvement. And this is very much a Mars retrograde type of thing. So we should be keeping an eye out in those qualities that we discussed involving Taurus. We should certainly be watching that for the next couple of months. So with the Sun, Venus, and Mercury transiting Scorpio being aspected by Mars, it has some positive aspects too, but you know, being directly aspected by Mars, this can put stress and pressure on leaders. This can bring change and transformation with leaders because it's the sign of Scorpio. It could be a sudden change, a sudden event, sudden occurrence. Um, Joe Biden, of course, is a Scorpio ascendant. So we really here in the United States, it would be wise to kind of be paying attention to leadership and things happening in leadership. It could be a little bit of a stressful period. Venus is in our personal life, it's love and romance and relationship, but it could also relate to money. It does have an impact on the economy. And Mercury, of course, is communication and media, and it is the mailing system. It can be travel. So definitely we should anticipate travel delays depending on our personal chart, we may want to be extra careful while traveling. When it comes to the media, there may be interesting things coming out in the media at this time. There could even be secrets revealed or information revealed that we weren't quite anticipating. That's what Scorpio does. There could even be something around relationships coming out. Uh, maybe famous people in relationship or you know, I feel like that there's always drama in that regard, but we could keep an eye out for that as well. So globally, the economy, uh, security, 
food, resources, leaders, and then again with the media and communication and travel. So there might be something coming up in those regards. In our own personal lives right now, um, as we're preparing for this new moon, there may be some information being revealed in our life. There may be patterns showing up for us or habits showing up for us. It could even be in the form of a person or people that we associate ourselves with. And maybe they, maybe they're just not the best for us. You know, maybe they don't create an environment where we can truly flourish or become the best version of ourselves. Could be people. It could be a significant, like an intimate relationship. It could be a job. But again, it could also be a habit, things that we're doing every day, you know, regularly. I think that habits are something that all of us can relate with really easily. Are there habits that we are participating in that really are not contributing to the person that we're wanting to be, that we're wanting to evolve into? And Scorpio is all about that evolution. It's all about that transformation and that growth. And so it is an important time to really look at what we're doing regularly, the things that we're showing up for regularly. When it comes to personal relationships, now is definitely a time to be extra careful. Uh, Venus is also a karma control planet at this time. And so we see a mutual aspect between Mars and Venus, but there's also a sign exchange, a Parivartana yoga. So Mars rules Scorpio, it's in Taurus. Venus rules Taurus, it's in Scorpio. So we have this exchange happening. Both of these planets, well, when these planets are associated, it can bring about a ton of passion, a deep need of thrill and excitement. And it's also secrets, right? And hidden things. So definitely try to avoid any grass is greener mentality. Definitely try not to get too swept away by passion or excitement, especially if you're, you know, already in a relationship or that's kind of, um, if you're in like a monogamous relationship, right? If you are single and dating, or if you're in, you know, more of an open relationship where you're continuously meeting new people, this could definitely be a time where you're meeting somebody new or there is someone really exciting who comes into your life. But it's not necessarily the most secure, lasting type of energy. This is much more of like an exciting, passionate type of energy, um, which can be fun. But again, you want to be mindful. <laughs> Try not to jump into anything too quickly. Try to really uh, be pragmatic in your choices. And with any relationships that we're having, this could bring about some arguments, some animosity. This could bring up something from the past. There could be some information that comes out that, you know, you forgot about that happened 10 years ago and now we need to reconcile it. So have that in the back of your mind. Both of these planets are in fixed signs, so it can bring a stubborn element to things. It's definitely not the time to be hyper fixed on ideas or concepts or ways of being it's definitely more a time of trying to be more diplomatic and open and patient and notice if you are becoming stubborn notice if the people around us are becoming stubborn 
in a really positive way, this can bring a lot of transformation and change. There can be fears that are released, anxieties that are released. There may be fear and anxiety that comes up, but again, for those of us who are really dedicated to growth and evolution, it could be an opportunity to really put those things to rest, to move through any feelings of fear or anxiety that allow for deeper connection, deeper intimacy, deeper expression of what we're feeling. Because remember, Venus and Scorpio, it may have that kind of fixed, vulnerable energy. So we could either succumb to that or we could move through it and alchemize it, turn it into something else. We do need to be mindful when it comes to bosses and authority figures. We do need to be mindful when it comes to our communication. We could have a profound ability to teach and to share information at this time, but um, we could also get ourselves into trouble on accident by saying something that we didn't mean to say. So that is the general energy right now. It's highly passionate. This is an amazing time to tap into what moves us, what makes us excited, what really fuels us and leaves us feeling like the best versions of ourselves. Who are we with? What are we doing? What habits are we doing? What needs to change if we're not feeling that spark? For me, passion, and I say this with complete sincerity, passion is the driving force behind everything that I do. If I don't feel passionate about something, I may as well just like call it quits. I, As soon as I stop feeling passionate about something, I know that it's time to stop. Um, that is a main motivation for me, but of course that is something in my chart. Some of y'all may not feel as much need to feel that passion and that energy. Some folks are much more drawn to the, the practical, consistent, stable type of energy. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying that if you do resonate with this need of passion and this desire to feel that spark and that fire that gets us going, it can be important if we're not feeling that, what do we need to do to get that back? Who do we need to surround ourselves with? Which activities do we need to do? What do we need to show up for? So let me look to see if I've covered everything so far. Exchange of Venus and Mars, passion, maybe changes. Yeah, there could be changes in relationship as well. Could, As I mentioned, changes in leadership globally or even in um, our personal life, secrets coming out, information revealed. We talked about that. Mercury and Scorpio, again, that could be global. It could be personal. There could be resistance to change for some of us. There may be something that comes up in our life where we are confronted with change, but maybe we don't want to. This could be a time of flexing our ability to surrender right? Coming back to the reality that we really cannot control anything but ourselves. We can't control any person. We can't control any outcome. The only thing that we have control over in this lifetime is ourself and how we choose to respond to situations and how we choose to express ourselves. So I think that those are all the notes I have so getting in to the new moon on November 23rd, this is the same day that Jupiter is going direct, which is really exciting. <laughs> if Jupiter rules your ascendant or your moon sign, if you're a Pisces or a Sagittarius, this is going to bring a lot of relief as Jupiter goes direct. And Jupiter is a social planet. It has a lot to do with 
the collective, us as a culture, us, you know, as shared ideals, shared ideologies, values, beliefs. So as Jupiter moves forward, this is definitely going to allow for a lot um, globally to kind of move forward as well. We've kind of been in this holding pattern. Things have kind of been standing still a little bit. I think that we will all gain a ton of clarity moving forward. And I do think it's going to impact our, our value system, maybe even law and order as well. Jupiter has a big effect on that. So the new moon is always a time of reflection. It's a yin energy. It's a very soft, reflective, internalizing energy. And it is going to be in Scorpio where it is debilitated. And so this could be a time where deep emotions are coming up. There could be shifts. There could be turbulence within the mind. That being said, it's an excellent time to practice meditation and spirituality, chanting mantra. This new moon... Is, I mean, the new moon is always a time of setting intention, but I feel like this new moon is an especially sweet time to set intentions and to really think about what we want to devote ourselves to. The new moon is taking place in the nakshatra of Anuradha. And for those of you who are not familiar, a nakshatra is a, is a very specific portion of the sky. And so we have the 12 zodiac signs, but then we have the 27 nakshatras. And the nakshatras are smaller asterisms um, within a constellation. And so Anuradha is held within Scorpio. The deity for Anuradha is Mitra. And this is a god associated with friendship, companionship, friendliness, devotion, and Radha. This is my favorite part. I think I just kind of got butterflies a little bit. <laughs> Radha is, is, the, is the greatest devotee. So if you're familiar with the story of Radha and Krishna, there is this eternal play between Radha and and Krishna. And it's the, the story behind it is very, very beautiful, very charming, enchanting. But ultimately, what I want to convey here is that there's no one who is more devoted to Krishna and his play, his truth, his philosophy than Radha. And so Radha, again, has this devoted quality, this friendliness, and also this divine beauty and magnetism. And so I've been contemplating devotion and the space that devotion holds in our lives or what it can hold in our lives. And I think it's so important for everyone to have something that they're devoted to. Hmm. I'm kind of thinking of this dance between the yin-yang energy, if we want to call it masculine, feminine, whatever we would like to call it, and the... The feminine energy is more erratic and it's constantly changing. It's constantly in motion. The masculine energy is still and stoic. It's a container that holds the chaos of the feminine energy. And so kind of thinking about that devotion, to me, it's the container. 
life is crazy and erratic and chaotic and it's constantly changing and there's so much happening every day that we have no control over. The devotion is the container that can hold life together when things are crazy, when things are wild, I should say. And so what is it that we're devoted to? You know, and are we devoted to things in life that bring us security, that bring us steadiness, and that bring us a container where we can be as wild and chaotic and unpredictable and honestly crappy as we want to be. And we know that that container is still going to be there to hold space for us. And I'm lucky enough in my life where I have habits that I am devoted to. I have values that I'm incredibly devoted to, truthfulness, you know, honesty, devotion, (laughs) devoted to devotion, Um, and people. I'm lucky enough that I have people in my life where it doesn't matter how crazy things get, how, how wild I am. You know, I'm thinking about my friend Kaylee. He has seen me be absolutely absurd, say the wildest things, do the wildest things, have tantrums whatever it may be and yet his friendship is a stable force in my life he he, his presence creates a container where I know it's safe for things to get turbulent I have other friends that I'm lucky enough to have as well but he's kind of he's the he's the most stable (laughs) but I also think of my practices you know it doesn't matter how wild things get, how chaotic things get. I know that my puja table with the roses and the rice and the incense and the, um, the wax candle, you know, it's, or the ghee lamp, whatever we'd like to use. It's going to be there for me. When I had COVID, I was sick. I couldn't smell anything. Puja was still there. Could still do it. You know, um, for a long time, it was my yoga practice. Things got wild. I could still return to my yoga mat. It was it was something consistent and predictable. Things get wild. People may betray me or deceive me. You know, there could be abandonment that happens to me, and yet I can still be devoted to being honest. I can still be devoted to my own expression. It doesn't matter if someone is upset with me. It doesn't matter if someone wants to take space from me. I can still say, hey, I'm not going anywhere. You can have this, you know, experience. I'll be here. Doesn't matter if they want it or not. It's my honesty. I'll be here, you know, not allowing fear or anxiety or um, somebody else's turbulence to rock the devotion that I have in myself. You know, rather it be to speaking my own truth, my devotion to devotion, my devotion to a person, whatever it may be. And so anyway, I'm sharing all of this because what are we devoted to and why are we devoted to what we're devoted to? Some of us have a devotion to chaos and we need to ask ourselves if that's working for us. Are we devoted to chaos? Are we devoted to people who make our lives chaotic? Are we devoted to habits that create chaos and turbulence in our life? Some people, I've been that way. I've been devoted to dysregulation. I've been devoted to my own neuroses and my own negative patterns. And it didn't work out for me very well. 
And it had to take me hitting rock bottom to figure that out and change what I'm devoted to. Devoted to healing, devoted to equilibrium, devoted to honesty, right? And the beautiful thing is that it's never too late to change. It's never too late to change our course of action or to get a wake-up call. Hmm. Devotion. It's an interesting thing to contemplate. But anyway, I share all of that because I offer to you as we move towards this new moon taking place on the 23rd to really contemplate what we're devoted to and if it is resulting in the life that we want to create for ourselves, And is it that we are too afraid of change to increase devotion to something that would ultimately enhance our life? Is the fear of change keeping us from devoting ourselves to a better way of being? You know? Is fear of change keeping us from even devoting ourselves to our own life? Some of us may stay in a job that we hate or in a relationship that's unhealthy or again in cycles with habits that keep us from the life that we're dreaming of. And so it's important to really think about that. Are you truly devoted to seizing your life? Are we really devoted to seizing our lives, making it what we want to be? And we really need to contemplate as, as we're moving through Scorpio season that really encourages that change and transformation and sets the stage for change and transformation that we kind of seize that opportunity and make the changes necessary so that we can truly stay devoted to ourself and to our evolution and to our path. And then, you know, also honoring the things that we're devoted to that do increase our quality of life devoted to the beautiful friends who can be the container, <laughs> our family members that can be the container, our partners that can be the container, habits, yoga, meditation, journaling, oracle practice, intuition practice, puja, mantra, these things that give us a gateway to what we perceive as God, you know, those moments in our day. Some of us, we, we want it so bad. You know, we want that consciousness so bad, but we don't even make time in our day for meditation or puja or mantra. And so we get to decide for ourselves what gets us closest when we feel the most connected. And then it's our responsibility to make time for that daily so that we can create that change. My teacher posted something recently. He was saying, He's like, it doesn't really matter where you are on the spiritual path. If you don't want to change, you're not going to get anywhere. And so as we move through Scorpio season, it's kind of devoting ourselves to that desire to change and evolve. And the thing is that all of us are evolving. None of us are to a point where we're done and we're graduated and we've transcended and there's no more growth to do. Every single person on this planet, aside from truly enlightened beings, has somewhere to go, somewhere to grow, something to transform into. The evolving never stops. That's the cool thing about Scorpio too, is that it's this chronically evolving <laughs> sign. And I'm sure that all the Scorpios out there, y'all are like, yeah, man, bring on the change. I'm ready. I was born for this. 
some of you may also be like, okay, I'm exhausted. I'm done. I'm 23 years old and I've already had 45 lifetimes. <laughs> but anyway, I hope that this is helpful. I hope that it brings something to contemplate. And I hope that all of us can make this active decision to devote ourselves towards the change and transformation that we want and that we can release fear and anxiety, you know, associated to change. I hope that we can release that fear so that we can be brave enough to allow ourselves to evolve. Rather it be again, releasing a relationship, releasing a habit, releasing a state of mind and values too. Right? What values do we want to devote ourselves to? I just want to emphasize that one more time. Maybe sitting and journaling. Is it honesty? Is it truthfulness? Is it consistency? Is it loyalty? Is it passion, excitement? Our artistic ability, our desire to listen. <laughs> I had a conversation with my friend recently just on listening and the art of listening. And how when we really listen to one another, when we're devoted to listening to one another, we have the opportunity to explore the world through somebody else's perspective and somebody else's eyes. We have the opportunity to witness truth, you know, through another, witness the entire universe through another person. And yet we're stuck on our phones, you know, stuck watching things on YouTube or media or whatever. And then when we actually have a conversation with someone, sometimes we get distracted or we can't listen or, you know, we can't be present when the entire universe is right there, you know, getting to explore the universe in a whole new way is right there. So I think that that's for me. I think that that's something I want. I want to devote myself to listening even more deeply. So this is what I have for the new moon. Keeping in mind, it's a great time for setting any intentions. It doesn't necessarily need to be on devotion. It could be anything that you want. <laughs> it's a time to uh, move forward. And I do want everyone to be mindful about the emotional swings, just having a lot more patience and compassion for others because there may be some upheavals there might be some anxiety there might even be some melancholy for people doesn't mean it's going to happen to you specifically but again it might just kind of be in the air so we'll have that on the radar if you want to know how this new moon may impact you personally i do weekly horoscopes at patreon.com astrology now podcast and so any type of transit like mars or jupiter or a new moon full moon eclipses i do all of the personal horoscopes every week on Patreon. My Instagram is astrologynow underscore podcast and my website is innerknowing.yoga if you would like to schedule a reading. Again, this is Astrology Now. My name is Christine Rodriguez. Thank you so much and see you next week. Mm -hmm.